Hey friends, welcome to the Thrive Like a Parent podcast. You know those parents who look like they've got it all together? Yep, that's not me. I'm Dr. Brooke Weinstein, mom, widow, and neuroscience expert on all things sensory and emotional regulation. Yep, that's right. I'm here to get down and dirty on the truth behind parenting, education, burnout, neuroscience, widowhood, and the shit show we call life. So come join me for conversations with thought leaders, doctors, and women just like you who aren't afraid to speak the truth and help you find that silver lining between the to-do lists, shit shows, and chaos of parenthood. If you are craving the answers to finally find that sweet spot between chaos and calm, pull up a seat and listen in as I take you from burnt out and surviving to finally thriving. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Thrive Like a Parent podcast. Today, we are going to be talking about repair. I get so many DMs and questions of, is it too late? Is it possible? Have I absolutely failed my children and it's it's over? Like the damage is done. Have I damaged them for good? And luckily, I get to tell you, no, the damage is not just simply done. Yeah. And so I'm going to take you through why so that you can know, okay, it is okay. I'm still a great parent because the goal of this for me, and especially this podcast is there is so much shame behind what we're doing. And there's so many things that people are telling us to do of how to do it X, Y, Z. And that is causing us to feel so insecure about what we are doing. Yeah. And so my goal here with this conversation today is to help you understand that I want you to go to sleep trusting that you are doing enough, that you're a great parent, you love your kids, and to stop shaming that brain, right? That's not a great pattern to build in your brain. I've already said before on the podcast, there is no good that can come from shaming your brain. And I may even say that a few times over and over during this podcast today, right? The other thing I want to walk you through is how, like how to repair, yeah? How to repair and how to trust within that repair, okay? Also, side note, I'm a little scruffy in my voice today because I'm getting over a cold and it's really great. It sucked that I had the cold, but you guys, I haven't had, knock on something, like I haven't had a cold in forever and I think it was my body's way of being like, I know, Brooke, like I know you got to keep this shit together. Like I know I know you're a one-woman show, like I, I know that. And I was like, I'm due. Like, I know I'm going to get one eventually. Like all this weather change and all the things, whoop, finally got it. And it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was kind of icky one night sleep. But other than that, I was pretty in the clear. So let's discuss repair with our kids. Is it too late? And why to stop shaming ourselves? How to deal with the repair, how to repair, and how to tell yourself you're doing enough. So I feel, you know me, that the best way to help you understand this is by just simply giving you real life examples, okay? And I'm going to go down the rabbit hole of a few for me and my family, yeah? When I started this work for myself, when I literally was waking up, looking around, being like, this can't be, like, I cannot believe this is my life. Like, this is not what I thought this would be. That's when I was exhausted, depleted, drowning, supporting Jonathan, supporting the kids, supporting my career, and not ever supporting myself, okay? And so what was happening is that I 
found myself in that cycle that most of you are in. Yeah. The burnout cycle or the snapping or like all the different things. Right. And I was like, I don't want it to be like this anymore. So first and foremost, I want you to know that I came from a place of the exhaustion, depletion, tired, and somewhat just having such a short temper and not loving the type of mom that I was showing up as, let's say, yeah, every single moment of every single day. And I, come on, we can't always do the things and be the things. But the point here is, even if I don't show up as the mom that I want to, now I do not shame myself for it yet. Like I don't, like I don't shame myself for how I show up because I know deep down inherently overall, like the overarching theme is that I'm doing an okay job. Yeah. And that is what I hold on to. So I'm going to go a little bit deeper with an example. So during COVID, I had the horrific, like no joke, horrific idea. I may have even told you this before, but like I had the horrific idea of painting Charlie's room. I was like, what else do we have to do? Right. We did a small wall up in their playroom and it's a chalk wall. Charlie helped me with that while Eli was napping one day. That was super simple. So of course I was like, oh, there's a you know, few black marks on the wall, but like we did it. So like, let's, let's do the next thing. Yeah. Granted, my kids were much younger than now. And also to set up the stage, Jonathan was away in Houston. So when we were placed on lockdown is literally when I started setting my mind for, I'm a solo parent. Okay. Jonathan had attempted and he then decided to go seek treatment in an inpatient facility. And so my journey really as number one, like solo, not co-parent, but solo started. And that's where I shifted my brain. Okay. So mama's like trying to conquer it all. I'm like, I got this. Like you can do this, Brooke. Like, come on. Like, yeah. So, okay, here we go. Let's paint Charlie's room because what the heck else do we have to do? So we picked the color. I tape up the room. I literally did time lapse of moving all the furniture. Like I did it all. And Charlie was my wingman. And Eli was like just playing on the floor and letting like Jacques, our dog, lick him in the face. So I got the room all prepped and ready. What we did was we drew an awesome picture on the wall. You can kind of still see it coming through the dark green paint, but that's, that's besides the point. Okay. So we had fun. We talked about something that I like to say with the kids, which is three, eight, one, and it means I love you. And it's my big thing and all the different things, but we get to painting. Okay. Mommy was in a different place at that time than I am now, or even months later. Okay. And so during that experience, there was drippage <laughs> everywhere. And I was for sure frustrated and angry and felt things. And I was like, I literally was probably cursing. I was like, fuck, like, like I was so frustrated. And I was like, you guys need to go watch, like, just go, like, just go watch TV. And I was so frustrated because it wasn't just a wall. It was a whole damn room. And I had to get through it now that I saw that this was probably not the best idea. Yeah. And so I processed through that and how that went. And I was so upset with myself. I was like, that did not go well. And that was supposed to be a super fun experience. There was no rush. What the heck else were we going to do? Right? Like, come on, let's, let's do this. And I was so upset that I lost it. Okay. So upset that I lost it. And it didn't go as planned. Like it didn't go like I wanted it to go. And I very much took that data. I, I, I took it in and I really 
processed it, if you will. Yeah. And I was like, how do I want that to go next time? Okay. When I, me, meaning I am in a frustrated moment, there have been so many things along my journey of conquering. Yeah. Like Charlie's bike chain. Yeah. Fell off the bike. Okay. I don't even know if I'm saying these things right, but there was no, there was no one to help me. I was like zooming during or or FaceTiming during lockdown with like my girlfriend's husband's Sorry if you're a handy woman, but I I now am. Don't worry. I now am. But like, I didn't know these things. So like there was a window treatment that was broken that I had to fix and and the disposal and and, and the vacuum, like, and the washing machine or the, not the washing machine, the dishwasher. Like I literally like suds coming down into the kitchen. Like I was like, Craig, like what the heck? Like, what is the, how do I, like, what do I do? Is this back? Like, right. So like there were things that I had to conquer. And through that, I had severe, severe frustration and anger of like, God, like mother, like I was like, Ooh, and I allow myself right in this work. I allow myself to feel all the different feelings. Yeah. So PS with the bike chain, I tried it. I've tried it for 30 minutes. Yeah. Then I was like, I got to figure this out. Go to YouTube. No joke. No joke. Like no joke. There is an effing six-year-old little girl who taught me how to put a bike chain back on a bike. So the first round was 30 minutes was that without success. So you can imagine like my frustration. I'm like, like Jonathan would have done this in seconds. Like this little girl did it in 30 seconds, right? So then the next time, maybe it takes me 20 minutes and the next time, and it keeps happening. So subsequently we got him a new bike or fix it or did whatever. But it took me a, t- a lot of time, right? And then I was like, oh, this is easy. Like now I can do it in a minute or two. And now Charlie can do it, right? But there were so many things along my journey that I had to figure out myself, which caused immense amount of frustration and anger. And that could have easily shown up with the kids. And so I had to figure out how to support myself and my brain and move through those hard moments without taking it out on the kids or without lashing out at them or without them honestly being the punching bag. Like, I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. And I find that that's what my parents and all of you are referring to. If like, is, can I repair, right? Can I repair the damage that's been done? Because we all are going through our own individual things. And I've talked about this before, right? Like when Jonathan passed as a mom, you don't get to like go to a facility and and like, or even when you have a baby. Like you don't get to support your brain and your body. You have to keep parenting. Like they are still here. Right. And so that is, I find the hardest part for parents is how do I repair because I just went through something or I'm really, really struggling, or I went through a divorce or a parent just passed or like whatever it is. Right. And so we have to figure out how to weather the storm and then repair maybe what quote damage has been done with our own children. Yeah. And so Fast forward, okay, to a few months later, and I, again, with the painting of the walls, I very much processed, took that in and said, okay, how, like, how do I want this to be different? And I know I have spoken to you about this before. It's the I statement. So again, fast forward, Charlie, Eli gets Charlie's twin bed. Charlie gets a little bit bigger bed. So Brooke, good old Brookie here, had to take apart Charlie's twin bed drag everything into Eli's room and set up the brand new queen bed frame for Charlie. Okay. Like again, solo, like not, not like not an adult in sight. Okay. And so I get the drill out. P.S. I totally bought a drill. I was like, badass. I bought a drill during COVID and I was like, I got, mm, 
like, I got this. And I like literally went to Home Depot and I would look at people and I'd be like, you don't understand. I'm a widow. Like I'm, I'm solo here. Like I need you to not fuck with me. Like, tell me the truth. What do I need? I don't want anything extra. Like just support me and help me. Like don't have me buying shit. I don't need like, just, just help. And they were like, sure, sure, sure. And they like, I would talk to everyone. Thanks Home Depot and Lowe's. You guys got me through a lot at that time. Right. So when I was putting together Charlie's bed, I recognized the frustration. There were spindles that you had to get into this little hole. Right. So I drilled all the things I was feeling badass. Right. I'm starting to uh, get a little frustrated as I'm trying to fit these pieces together. And for the life of me, I cannot get these spindles to like get in. It just, it just, it was a two person job. Like I don't really know what else to say, or maybe a taller person who knows, but it was very, very frustrating. And so I was intentional with my words. And I said, Charlie and Eli, mommy is, I feel super frustrated right now. I need you to go X, Y, Z, right? So I asked them to step away rather than the first time when I was painting, I was like, Brah! and I could recognize and I felt so awful for it, right? But I recognized that I used the I statements, okay? And P.S., I don't curse often, but I'm going to tell you this portion of the story. Yeah, because it's quite hilarious. So, and I think it's driving home the point. Okay. So I did it. I finished the bed and someone, maybe even Lola was like, Hey, Charlie, how, how's your new bed frame or whatever it is? How do you like your new bed? And he was like, Oh yeah, I love my new bed. He's like, but when mommy was putting it together, she said, fuck a lot. Okay. So, so, okay. Ha ha ha. Take a moment to laugh. Like Charlie said that word, whatever. But the point is, is that Charlie did not take on my anger and frustration. Does that make sense? Because he was like, that's what mommy was saying. Mommy was really frustrated. I think that's what he said. Mommy was really frustrated. And she said, fuck. Right. So he did not take that on because I used I statements. Whereas when I was doing the painting of the walls, yes, it gets a little fuzzy now, but especially from what I can remember, I did not use those I statements. I did not. And I was just like, oh, this is so frustrating. Like, oh, like, oh, oh shit, there's a pain on the floor. Like, I just, you know, was frustrated and almost enmeshment of like, we're just living life together rather than holding those boundaries of this is a me thing. This is an I thing. And I told them when I asked them to step away from the room, when I was doing the bed frame, I was like, I love you both. You did nothing wrong. Mommy is just extremely frustrated. And they were like, okay, mommy. Okay. And they like went out and played in the playroom or I don't know, let them watch TV or something like that. Right. And that is the difference. Okay. So I've taken you through the difference between how to not always use our children. And it's not that we're meaning to. So don't think I'm shaming you here, right? I just literally gave you a vulnerable story of how I kind of lost it on my kids, right? So I'm, I'm very human, just like you. Yeah. And now I've trained myself and I practice the I statements. I say I with anyone, like I feel, I feel, I, I, I. And I know I've said that before in podcasts, right? So if you're finding that you're using your partner, if you're finding that you're using your kids, if you're finding that you're using even your own parents of like mom, like, like, and just like, Bleh, right. If you're using them because you know, they're a safe space. And that is actually why you are, because you know, they'll still have that unconditional love. That is a way to release that of like the I statements. And I have to tell you, I, again, collected the data from the making of the bed and I was so proud of myself. And again, proud of that moment where Charlie said that, not that mommy said fuck, but that Charlie recognized mommy was real frustrated. Like, but he knew it was like, mommy was mad at me. 
right? That's the difference. That is the difference between just saying, y'all go out. Like, I need you to go. Like, like stop, like stop, whatever, right? Versus I, I feel frustrated. I love you so much, right? So we're explaining the difference between just word vomiting on our partners and our kids versus being able to show up for our own feelings. And therefore you may not feel that you have to repair later on. Yeah. But, but okay, Dr. B. Okay, Brooke. Like, what do we do? Like, that's all fine and dandy. Maybe I'll try that next time. But like, I did it. Like I, I like, they were the punching bag or like I did lose it or I, this, or like, so like help me because I feel like the worst parent in the entire world. Okay. There's hope. Okay. I promise you. The first thing to know is I go through this with a lot of my clients and it's okay. Talk me through what happened. How did things go? And they'll tell me the whole story. And they're like, well, of course I repaired. I told them, you know, mommy shouldn't have done that. And I'm so sorry. Mommy did that or all the different things. Right. And dads, P.S., this is for you too. So I hope you're listening. This is not just for moms. It's just, I'm a female, right? And so those are a lot of the examples I use, but that is what a lot of my clients say. And if that's the repair style you're using, you're shaming your behavior. Yeah, we don't want to lose it on our kids. I didn't want to lose it. I wanted that experience to be painting the walls like something fun and memorable. Oh, you better believe it was memorable, but not in the way that I wanted. And so I was so crushed, right? Because... I didn't allow or it didn't happen the way that I wanted it to, right? So instead of shaming yourself, right, just check in, yeah, and say, okay, how do I feel right now? Yeah, there's always time for repair. Always, 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 okay? When we repair, we don't shame, we don't any of this. We just say, hey, can we talk? Or like, mommy, mommy, like we need to have a a powwow, like we need to have a family meeting or whatever it is, right? Like, hey. Literally right away. How did that make you feel when mommy screamed today? Boom. Sad, scared, frustrated, or I don't know, like any and all, right? Like, thank you so much for sharing. Yeah. If they don't know the feelings, words yet, help support them. Ask them, is it this or like, did you feel this way? Did you feel this way? Like give a little bit of probing. Yeah. Allow them to share how they felt rather than you just saying, I know it was so wrong. Like give them a voice. Like Help them own their voice. Let them know you care. Let them know you matter. Like they need to be seen and heard. Like I cannot tell you this enough. You know how I work with parents and then I hope that you translate this and that's what all my clients do is translate this into the home for their kids. This is the literal secret sauce. This is the work. Yeah. It's like instead of mommy, mommy shouldn't have done that. Like I'm so sorry. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. What should have mommy done? Mommy will do this next time. Like No, no. Look at your kids and say, hey, how did that make you feel? Like give them a microphone, let them share. And then simply say, thank you for sharing. Do not, do not justify your actions. Do not anything. Like just thank you for sharing. If you feel compelled at that point to hug or apologize, like you are more than welcome to. Usually I say, what do you need? Like, what do you need? Yeah. Eli usually says, I need a hug or can you apologize? Like, he'll tell me. Absolutely. I am so sorry. Yeah. And then you can say things like, daddy's not perfect or mommy's not perfect, right? Like you can say those things. Whatever you want to say is fine, but don't shame yourself. It's not healthy for your brain. It's not healthy to model to your children. It is not healthy for your kids to see. And then they learn to do that themselves. Like none of that. It's not healthy for any human's brain. 
no one's brain to observe someone shaming themselves, to think it's okay to shame themselves. Perfect example. I'm fat. I'm fat. Oh God, I'm so fat. I need to lose weight. Oh God, I'm so fat. Like that is, there is zero, there's like zero. There are zero health benefits to that. Zero, zero health benefits. Like that's not going to make you go do X, Y, Z. Like it's not, you're just completely ripping yourself to shreds for absolutely no reason. None. Yeah. The better thing to do is take action, which in the case of what we're discussing now, repair wise, you can take actions. And so let's round this out, right? Okay. You've given me stories of how you, you did at one point or one story of how you showed up and you didn't love it and you shamed yourself and all the different things. Yeah. You've given me a story of what felt better and I can do I statements like I need like if, if your kids are kicking the back seat and, and you're picking them up from carpool, I get this so much that people are like the carpool, like, oh, drive home is just horrible. I need you to be quiet. I need silence. Yeah. Like rather than saying everyone stop, like, I don't know, like hard work, harsher, more harsh words coming out, right? It's okay to say, I, I feel, I feel super, super frustrated right now. I need everyone to be quiet for five minutes. Yeah. It's not saying, Hey, you guys are wrong for enjoying and having this energy. It's just, this is where I'm at. That's all. Yeah. And so where do you see that there's long lasting changes? Where do you see that there are benefits and that the repair is actually doing its job, right? It's like, okay, I've given you all the details. I've given you how you can show up so that we're not using our kiddos in that way or partnerships and all the different things, right? But like, how do we repair? And when do we get to see the repair? You may not recognize it. Yeah. But again, <laughs> with what I do, I'm literally observing everything. Like I cannot even tell you. Eli just had his birthday this past weekend and I was observing all the little kids, all their mannerisms and all their behaviors and all that. It is literally ingrained in me. Yeah. So you may not see this, but I'm letting you know from a scientific neurological point of view and vantage point, it does work. Okay. Because if you compare my story of when I was doing the painting in the room versus when I built Charlie's bed, Charlie, by him saying that, demonstrated that he didn't take it on. He was like, oh my gosh, I love my bed. But yeah, mommy was so frustrated. And she said, fuck a lot. Like he literally was showing like that, that frustration, that anger that mommy was feeling and, and, and annoyance with that bed frame, like that had nothing to do with me. Like my bed is rocking. Like I'm awesome. Like this is, this is this is the bomb.com. He like, he took on none of it. He took on none of it. And if you continue to do that over and over and over and over, right. Or even if we repair when we do show up, not in our best way, and we're allowing kiddos to know that it's okay for them to say, mommy, that doesn't feel good. I don't want you to do that. Thank you. So, okay. Like I hear you. I, I don't want to do that either. Like, you're right. I gotcha. I hear you. Thank you for sharing. It is okay to feel that way, right? Like you're giving them the repair and the healing they need in real time. And that's what it's about. We are not going to be perfect humans. We're not going to be perfect parents. We're not going to be perfect partners. We're not going to be perfect boyfriends or girlfriends or or cousins or aunts or uncles. Like we're, we're not. My mom will very much say, Brooke, no one is perfect. I did the best I could. And I, and I know my mom did like she, and she's still doing the best she can. And she still loves me to death, right? Like no mom is perfect. No dad is, but none of us are. Yeah. So it's 
demonstrating the humanity of life, of being able to say, yeah, that wasn't such a hot moment for me. Nope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear you. I totally, yep, you're right. Ooh, that felt icky, sticky, yucky. But I still love you and you still love me. And it is okay to hear your feeling. Like it is okay to feel that way. Like it is okay to have that. And I, I love you so, so, so much. Squeeze, big hug, and then boom, they're happy. You allow them to heal it in real time rather than it being something that they repair later on down the road 10 years from now, right? Every single one of my clients, we do a tiny bit of inner child work and the, a lot of the triggers and so many of my parents come to me because they want to do differently than their own parents did and all the different things, right? It doesn't just show up. Well, I want to do things differently, but like, what does that look like, right? I don't, I don't know how. I don't know how. And so I'm getting in this rhythm of it's this cyclical thing where I'm snapping at the kids because I'm so frustrated. Like all of my reels where I'm like, it's five in the afternoon. You don't know what to cook. The splashing of the water is driving you nuts, right? Like, so you snap. Yeah. But like how to repair is, is literally sensory regulation. It, like it is, like it's emotional and sensory regulation of like, okay, recognizing, being able to recognize that I felt frustrated in that moment with the bed and be able to share that with my kids is sensory and emotional regulation. What do I feel? What do I need? How to go get it? I verbalize and communicate with my kids of like, I'm feeling it all in my body. Like, this is what I need. Yeah. Like, let me taper it down a little bit because I don't want you in the line of fire. Yeah. That is sensory and emotional regulation, but it doesn't come natural. So I, I literally say this all the time, like in my battling burnout workshop, I, I literally, after every single video, I think there's 13 modules in that. It's like, I literally at the end, I'm like, please like take your time, like watch this again, allow this information to sink in, take some time, maybe do some practicing and, and, and have it show up, go to the Facebook page and, and chat with us and ask questions. Like, please know that this takes time. And I think that we all want the immediacy of life. It's like, no, but I need to repair. I need to fix. If you mess up for the last five years, and I'm not saying you do, but like, if that's how you feel, okay? If you're like, I I've, I've effed up since day one. Like, I, I need to find repair now, right? Whatever that story that you're telling yourself is for you, yeah, totally validating that for you. But what I want you to know is showing up one day like this and then reverting back, that's, that's not going to do it. So if you can trust yourself, I'm going to take the hard steps to start showing up for myself, learn how to emotionally and sensory regulate myself so that I can say I, I statements, right? So, so I can do these things. Yeah. Very little by little by little, you will start to see that it affects your children. Another reason being neurologically that it will support the brain affect your children in a very beautiful repair, healthy way is if you learn to regulate, literally that's what I'm talking about, right? Like if you can regulate your nervous system and we can get you down, then what ends up happening is you learn to have a much healthier co-regulation with your children, right? Because if you can support your brain and your body into repairing your own emotional state and repairing your own sensory state, then you can support your child as well. Yeah. So that's a super, super important thing to note is that co-regulation piece. So if you are literally finding that you're super frustrated with your kids, they're bouncing off the walls, you're snapping at them. If it is that cyclical thing, there are tons of options to work with me. But on the other end of that, if you're like, I've heard that, Brooke, like, I just want to do this podcast wise and just take it all in and do what I can on my own. If that's where you're at, fantastic. Like start slow and give yourself grace for the days that you don't show up in the best. 
light, right? And I've done so much tracking with my children that if there's any portion of me that gets slightly dysregulated or, or any of that, I kind of see myself get a little dysregulated and then I come down and then I see Charlie kind of lift a little bit and then come down because, oh, I'm already regulated. So then I can bring and help him support him come down. And then lo and behold, the caboose, my cute little Eli taking up the rear, right? He's like, woo. I'm like, okay, all right. I see this now. Let me support you. And we all come back down. And what's happened within my own family is the cycles of dysregulation and regulation have expanded. So like maybe I can't remember how long, like cyclical wise it would be. Maybe it would even be weeks, right? That we would just go through these cycles. And I was like, oh shit. Oh gosh. Oh gosh. Now it's like months, months. Like I can literally track and I actually have started doing that this year, 2023, of how many cycles we go through this year so that I can track it and say, okay, mommy was dysregulated this amount of times. Let's see how it looks next year. Yeah. And it's not shaming. It's just saying, got it. Like, I understand where I was at. I know why. What can I do to support myself better during that time? What was the stressors in my life at that time? Like, what was going on? All the different things. Yeah so that I can continue to strengthen our connection more and more and more and more each year. Yeah. Like you can't expect a solo parent to who who's taught, like you can't expect me to get this right every single time. And I don't expect that of myself. And if you are doing that to yourself, take like, like take the cape off. You, you are not a hero and you don't need to be. Yeah. Like good is good enough. Now I'm, I'm not saying if you are ripping your kids apart every single day, you can say, nope, I'll do better next. That's okay. That's okay. I don't know really know what to tell you. I love you, but you're going to effing hate me for this. Like, yeah, like, yeah, that's going to affect them. I, like, Ooh, I love you. I promise. But like tough love here. Like, yes, that's going to affect them. Right. Our kids don't want to be screamed at every single day. They don't want to be snapped at like, whoa, like, whoa, like, whoa, ho. And then you're like, I think I need medicine. Like, I, I can't do this anymore. Like, whatever the thing, the rabbit hole you go down. Yeah. It is okay to recognize that you want to do things differently. It is okay to recognize that repair is possible. And it is okay to recognize that, you know what, this is the season of my life that I'm going to figure out how. And if you don't think you can do it on your own, find someone who can support you through it. Nervous system regulation is not easy. It takes time and it's work, but it freaking works. And it's the best thing I've ever seen for mental health. Like I don't really know what else to say. Yeah. So bottom line, takeaways. If you have a bad day, if you have a bad moment, like it is okay. Do not shame yourself. I've talked to you a lot about how to repair those moments. Rewind this, go listen back, write it down, think it through, give yourself an example of when you could have done that or when you might want to do that next or check in to see how it feels when you do try it for the first time. Yeah. I'm sure you're going to feel great. Like you're going to be like, damn, like you're going to be so proud of yourself. You're going to be like, I did that. That wasn't easy, but I did that. Yeah. The next step is trust. Trust that the brain is strong enough. It is malleable. It is repairable. It is healable. Heal, heal, healable. Is that even a word? Who knows? But it is. Yeah. Neuroplasticity. That is literally the reason I'm able to get the results I do with my clients is because of neuroplasticity. Your brain has the ability to shift and change. It does. And so if you're not loving the patterns you're showing up as now and you want support, go find that for you, whatever that looks like. Yeah. You're so damn worthy of that. Your kids are worthy of it. And 
That's again, why I work with parents now is it starts with us. Let me give you one last example to kind of drive this home because I explained to you that like, if I'm dysregulated, I'd started to watch the patterns of like, okay, I would be dysregulated. And then I'd come down and be like, okay. And like, I see that I was a little, whew, whew, got it. Boop. That was a hard day, whatever it is. Then I'll see kind of that, that arch with Charlie kind of go up. What will that look like? Ooh, that's where the mirror effect happens. That is where the mirroring happens of like, damn kid, where'd you learn that? Right. And you're like, oh Lordy, I'm seeing in my children myself. Like that's what happens. That's the mirroring effect. But you may not even be able to see that if you're still in the fog of dysregulation. Yeah. So there are ways, and I teach you that there's ways to track all of this, to see what's going on. And if I feel dysregulated, then I help myself come down. Or if I even start to see that, you know, like I said, Charlie goes first. Like if I even start to see that, I'm like, okay, check in. What's going on? Where are we at? What's what time of year is it? Who's, you know, like Eli's birthday party. Got it. Like that could have done it. Like, right. Like you can use data points and collect them all day long, all day long. And then you can find the patterns and support yourself through it and support your children through it. Yeah. So that's what I mean by observing. Yeah. Like you're like, Ooh, okay. I see that my kiddo, Ooh, I don't like that. They're saying, Oh man, do I say that? Oh boy. Okay. Then you shame and guilt yourself again. Yeah. So again, I know I keep going and going and going because this is such an awesome topic. And I care so much about you and your brain and allowing you to feel like a good parent. I want you to know and trust that you're doing the best you can and that you're doing enough and you love your kids and you're supporting them in the best way you know how. And honestly, if you are listening to this podcast week after week after week, you are putting an effort. Like you are wanting to show up for your kids in the most beautiful way. So pat yourself on the back for even that of, of wanting to learn and soak this in and, and gain as much as you can from this, right? Like, please like allow yourself to feel that you in some form are doing enough and start praising yourself for the moments of like, Hmm, I wrote a card in my kid's backpack today. Like, okay, like that's a win. Or like, Hmm, I did the, okay. Like, all right. Or like, Ooh, I just shared my feelings. Like, mm, like start giving yourself good praising moments and allow it because without it, you're just bashing and ripping yourself to shreds with shame. You've got to, you've got to give yourself the wins and you're so damn worthy. I hope this was helpful. Again, leave comments. Let me know any other topics, even in the reviews. If you're like, can you do a podcast? Like, just let me know how you're doing. Thank you for reaching out in DMs. If you are listening and enjoying this, that brings such joy, joy to my life and our team. And as usual, until next time, XOXO, Dr. B.